0: Next up on WealthWorks Radio, it's important to know the cold, hard truth of your financial situation when planning for retirement. On today's show, solutions to help you navigate the harsh retirement planning truths and how you can be the CEO of your retirement and ROIs. And it all starts right now.
1: everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm Steve Siddow. Joining me as always, Eric Carney is here and Joseph Lanza. Eric, of course, he is an independent fiduciary. He is president of Retirement Wealth and uh, with Joseph Lanza alongside, he too, independent fiduciary at Retirement Wealth. You guys, um, how's things going? Have a good holiday and all?
0: Yeah, very busy. Um, It was just uh, good. Got to see some family I haven't seen in a long time. Oh, nice. And uh, it's pretty good. Joseph? Yeah, very nice as well. How about you, Steve? Yeah, pretty low key. always was good. Mm-hmm.
1: That's how yes. I like it. No, no drama.
0: Yeah, no drama. Yeah, <laughs> my sister wasn't around, so no drama. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Did I that? say that?
1: Oh, yeah, it's all right. Uh, so, so we're talking about uh, harsh truths uh, about retirement planning. Do you agree with that? That there are some harsh truths that people have uh, trouble sort of uh, dealing with.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, this is. Uh, I mean, it's, it, there's just a lot of things that people do not want to accept. And, uh, you know, and that, that's where tough financial love comes in. You know, it's like you really have to, if you really are concerned about your client, and actually Joseph and I were just talking about this yesterday, if you're really concerned about your client, you kind of have to be hard on them sometimes. Um, because what we're trying to do is keep them from harming themselves in a financial way. And uh, I think that that's where a good investment advisor really steps in and says, look, you know, you can't really do that because of, you know, this is what's going to happen. And so there's a lot of times where I think in the financial industry, um, we want to cater to our clients. And again, this is not what the client wants. This is what the client needs. And, you know, there's not a lot of industries that, that happen like that. You know, if you go into a car dealership, well, what would you like? Right. Well, you know, I want something that's pretty and something, you know, blah, blah, blah. But in this industry, it's, it's, it's what you need, you know, what is your lifestyle and how is your money going to actually fit that? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's a lot of times where people get overwhelmed by finances as it is. Um, so yeah, I think this will be an interesting show.
1: So, I mean, here's the first one, harsh retirement planning truth number one. If you live a 30 year retirement, you're expected to see five to six bear markets during your retirement alone. And that's a reality I think that a lot of people don't even think about.
2: Yeah, of course, I mean, everybody, they kind of understand, oh, the market goes up and it goes down. That's the way it's going to go. But then when they think about bear markets, they think they only come, you know, every so often. And a bear market is really, it's when the stock market drops 20% or more in a given time, right? So if we date this back to 1929, which is when we really started tracking a lot of the markets, we've seen 28 bear markets since then, okay? So that's one bear market for roughly every 3.3 years. So even if you have, you know, a 20-year, retirement, you're still expected to see quite a bit. Um, And this is why we emphasize it's so important to not have a portfolio that you're just setting and forgetting, right? That you're you're just letting ride no matter what the market does. If we know that the market is going to be going through tumultuous times sometime in the future, then this is why you need to have somebody who's actively at the wheel changing that portfolio for you, depending on what the market is showing you.
1: Well, and again, I think that this gets into a, a, a great, a well, the problem of re- sequence of returns risks, uh, risk that uh, that we face and, and early in retirements when it's all about, how do we avoid that? I guess is what I'm getting at.
2: It's it's all about having different options of where you can really pull your income from. OK. Right. And even sure. people that we see that we sit down with that are already working with an advisor. Let's just say they have one you know big account that they have with that advisor and that's where they pull their income from. End of story. Right. That advisor never really went through and created different options for them, created different streams of income. So now, when the when the market gets tough, one their portfolio might not even be changing, but their advisor's are like, "Oh yeah, you can still keep pulling out income from that account, right? Nothing ever changes. Everything just goes on plan." And it's pretty. It's a lazy approach, Fair. right? Where when you, if you actually take the time with somebody, especially if they're earlier on in retirement, you know, you could do it later on, but it's, it works even better when they're earlier on, where you can start to devy out some of this money to have different options for that individual when that time comes that we know is going to come when the market goes down. Then you can turn on different streams or sources of income to avoid that sequence of return risk and really provide a full recovery strategy for that individual and a lot of times a client's calling us and they're
0: saying hey guys i'm looking to do this and it's going to require me taking money out where can i pull that money from to make my account sustainable um, reduce my tax situation and be able to pull this money from there And we're literally going through all the different accounts that they have and figuring out what is best for the client, especially in the long term. And, you know, a lot of people just say, I just wanna pull 50 grand out of this account. Oh, geez, whoa, 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 right? Because they don't understand how it's gonna affect something. And there's a lot of times where people just wanna do Roth conversions, but they have to understand that when they do Roth conversions, that that may affect their social security and their Medicare. And so that's where you've gotta be very careful about where you're pulling money from and why. So again, for every action, there's a reaction. you've got to be careful. you know some people just think about instant financial gratification right now, and what you really have to think about is how is this going to affect me in three, five, and even twenty years
1: right and and again, but those are the that's the reason we like working with you is because you you see that for us and and I mean, you know, we're out there doing our job every day, not as a financial planner, certainly, but that's that's why we come to
0: you. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, you know, when, when we have electrical problems, we call a professional electrician, yes. right? We want somebody who is absolutely qualified to do this because we don't want the, the building to burn down or we don't want our house to burn down. So the bottom line is is that that's why you're always seeking out a professional who you know is more than capable of handling your needs. And I think that that's the whole thing. You know, when you go out and you look for a contractor, you look for an advisor, or you know, you look for something that you're trying to achieve, you want to find the right person that can handle your actual situation. And I think that that's where, you know, again, over the past five, 10 years, people have gotten frustrated with a lot of financial advisors. And that's why I always say on our show is you want to go out and you want to interview three different advisors and see who you are a good financial fit with, see who can actually handle your financial situation. Because remember, you're, you're entering into a financial relationship with that advisor, And you want to make sure that you know the meetings are fruitful they're they're worth your while they're actually benefiting you and you're getting a good return on investment for hiring that advisor and there's a lot of people out there who are frustrated you know it's funny because over thanksgiving dinner that's what i heard yeah i've got this guy and like i you know i I never want to talk business you know anywhere but we ended up talking afterwards and now i'm taking over this guy's account and you know he's like you know they're out in california and they're not close by and they just don't answer my questions you know and so the interesting thing is is that you know i talked to him and and he blamed himself a lot about a lot of things and i said it's not your fault it's that fault and I think Joseph and I will talk about that later on the show, how a lot of people are so frustrated out there, they start blaming themselves. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. mm, I like that. I look forward to that. So uh, one of the other things that we have to talk about, and uh, the reality is, if we don't know what we're spending, there is no way we can have a successful retirement.
2: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, you know, when they when it comes to financial planning, they think, well, there's going to be so many different variables. There's so much that we don't know in the future. Why even try to figure it out, right? But we're creating the plan because we know that already. Right, because it, clients that we work with on you know a day to day, month to month, year to year basis in retirement, like Eric said, they're constantly calling us and saying, "Hey, this just changed. We need this." Right. I mean, we had a major hurricane last year. A lot of people had to take out withdrawals for things that the insurance company was not going to cover. Right. They need an extra twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars. So if we have that initial plan created for them as we go through their retirement with them, then we can alter that one adjustment to that plan. But the important thing is you have to have that initial plan set up in order to do so and we've said it before on the show but you know the plan is not supposed to go according to plan right we're we're planning for it not to and okay. as we go through time we're tweaking it constantly in order to change it to whatever is going on to the current environment so if you're not tracking what you're spending or you know you don't know how much you need to save for retirement well then more than likely there's no financial plan to begin with so you have to have that starting road map to make any changes or for any variables to actually come in and change that plan. But ultimately, what you're doing is just constantly making sure that that client is still in a good situation where they're not going to outlive their money.
1: The certainty of uncertainty.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and so, I mean, as we do this, then uh, one of the other things that we're talking about is we're saving for retirement, but does it matter where we're saving? Does it matter if it's a 401k or, or how do we handle that?
0: Yeah, I think it it certainly does. I mean, you know, the Roth IRA is fairly new. Um, It's only been around since 1998. So when you really look at it, that goes back to pretty much the tech crash in 99, right? That's Mm -hmm. how new the the Roth IRA is. Yeah. So, I mean, when, when you really think about that, you know, you realize that as you get older, maybe you are putting yourself in a higher taxable situation. Remember, you know, every time that you put money away, you are entering into a relationship with the IRS. That money is now when you upon withdrawal is taxed and so you know you are a partner with them so that's the one thing where we have to take uh that into account and if you're just putting yourself into a higher taxable situation when you get into required minimum distribution age then that becomes a real issue and that's where rate of return is very important as well so it it, do, it really does matter and then the other place that it really matters is when there's a transfer of generational wealth. Now, in 2024, that's the peak year for baby boomers. It's the it's the biggest year where people will, uh, baby boomers from 1946 to 1964 will turn 65 years old. So imagine the massive wealth transfer that's going to go on in the next 20 to 25 years. It's going to be huge. So the bottom line is, is that if you really do want to do a transfer of generational wealth, you're going to want to understand what kind of accounts those are in, so that you can do a very smooth transition to your children without having a max massive tax burden.
1: Sure, and and again, that that really plays into what we what we try to do, or what you try to do for folks, and and uh, just stay on top of it, more or less.
2: Yeah, we're really just looking at every different facet of retirement possible, right? All It's all being tied back into that financial plan for sure. that client.
1: All right, well, we're up against the clock. We need to take a quick break. Let's invite folks to call right now.
2: Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers to generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you, complimentary with no obligation.
1: Sounds fantastic, Joseph. Really, that's the goal of the show, to help you make the best decision for you. So if you've got questions about what we're talking about today or how it might apply in your own situation, make that call, 800-779-1942, 800-779-1942. A quick break for us. We're coming back. Lots more to talk about here on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza.
0: Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, managing a retirement could be compared to running a business. Is it time for you to become the CEO of your retirement? Well, stay tuned and let's see.
1: Hey, we're back on WealthWorks Radio. I'm Steve Sudol. Eric Carney is here. Joseph Lanza is here and they are the advisor's extraordinaire of the week, of the day, of the of the year, right? That's my opinion. That's just my opinion. Oh, thank you, Steve. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> I know Appreciate compliance that. will get all over me for saying things like that. But anyway, <laughs> so I like this idea of uh, becoming a CEO. And I, I think that um, if I'm the CEO of my own well-being or my own retirement, then I want to hire you as my CFOs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know, it's really funny growing up, both of my parents were uh, self-employed. And um, so we were always, it seemed like every Saturday, you know, we would, my dad would take me to breakfast, but then it seemed like we were running around and uh, doing something for his print shop. Or we also owned a small motel. So we were doing something for that. So we were always doing errands. And um, I remember my dad's friend, I was sitting in his van one day and his, and uh, his friend comes out and he goes, Hey, how you doing, Eric? I'm like, doing good you know he's like oh you're running around errands with your dad I said yeah he says oh he goes that's a really nice family thing I go, yeah we're more like a corporation yeah <laughs> you know and, and that's and my dad heard that and, and he goes what what does that mean I'm like I don't know dad we're more like a corporation in our family it's like you know mom would come home she'd tell us about what happened you know and I guess that's what people do right they talk about work yeah. but my parents it was a little more deeper right it was just it was so corporate and I felt like We were more of a corporation than a family, so um, that's probably Is that a good thing
1: or a bad thing?
0: You know what? I mean, now that I look back at it, I mean, my, my, I mean, I'm not saying that they weren't, you know, we weren't a family, but I mean, we, we, we were definitely more business oriented. Okay. And you know, so I mean, I think that kind of attributes to, um, you know, a lot of how I am today. Well, yeah, but Um, that's a good thing. It seems to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of cold in some ways. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think my mom, my, I, I love my mom to death, but. She's kind of a cold person, you know, um, but she was always a very career oriented driven woman. She was very, very strong, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so she, uh, you know, and my sister would always say that. Well, mom wasn't very loving. I'm like, no, but I got a lot of good business tips from her, right? (laughs) Exactly. So it's just kind of funny about that. But yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when it comes to your retirement, you really do have to run it like a business. It is no different. You are managing money. You're coming up with a budget. Uh, There's a lot of different things going on. And you know what's interesting about this is, is that we have a lot of people that come in like pound on the conference room table. I'm a bottom line kind of guy, Eric. And here's the joke about that. There's no bottom line when it comes to financial planning. That I promise you. I'm going on to almost 23 years in this business. I'm telling you right now, The goalposts are constantly moving, you've got volatility, you've got market risk out there, you've got geopolitical risk out there. Everything is changing your situation. Inflation as of late has been wreaking havoc in everyone's life. And then you've got interest rates that are sky high right now. So you mean to tell me that you're a bottom line kind of person while you have this whirlwind of financial affairs that are constantly moving? Oh, and then by the way, I'm going to sell this house and buy this house. Now I got to take care of my mom. Oh, my daughter's getting married. The goalposts are constantly moving. There is no bottom line when it comes to the financial industry.
1: Well said, Eric. Well said. Uh, I think we have to, that comes down to setting goals. And I think that's an important piece to being a CEO or to managing our own life.
2: Yeah, I mean, the financial plan is just like, you know, a business plan right mm-hmm. i mean every ceo is going to have some sort of plan or goals for that year hey we are looking to be at this by next year or 3 5 years that's exactly what we're doing for clients whenever we're creating that financial plan is it's our job to look 5 10 15 20 years in the future and ceos also do something called forecasting right mm-hmm. they're thinking about okay what is the future market space going to look like we're doing the same thing for our clients or if somebody's managing their own money they have to be doing the same thing what is things going to look like in the future And how can we change our situation now to better ourselves in that future? And we always tell people when we sit down with them, when we're first going through that financial plan with them, they should be looking at their situation just like how a business is being ran. Right. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's the income that you know is going to be coming in. Here's your expenses or your budget that you know that you need. And then are you in a surplus or a deficit for that year? Right? Are we going to have to tap into other accounts or other sources of income in order to fulfill that? If we do, how long can that last for? What income strategies can we put into place to maybe better uh, combat that or counterbalance it? And then you throw in the different variables in there too, like taxes, inflation, market volatility. And that's really what that income plan is all about. We're just mm-hmm. forecasting that future for them so they can see where they're going to be at in the future.
1: All right. I like that. I, I like this next one, too. Question everything. I mean, I've got a, a news background, and that was that's to this day. I question everything. I don't care who's who's what side you're on. I'm questioning it.
0: Yeah, I I think that's a great way to look at things, too. Because, you know, like I said, I mean, the, the media has been built up so that it's you know, it contains negativity, which reels us in. Yep. And and I've been reading this book lately, and it's really interesting because negativity requires action, and that's why they provide so much negativity out there. So if you think about it, you know, if you, if you just come home and you've got groceries and it starts to pour outside, you think to yourself, you know, are my windows down in the car? Because that's negative, right? I mean, you know, you're obviously your car's going to get wet. And it forces you to really think about that. And you might have to go out in the rain and put your windows up. Now, if you pull in the garage and it starts to pour, you think, oh, my car's in the in the garage. I don't really have to worry about anything. Right. Yeah, right. And we literally stop thinking about it. But that's optimism, right? Oh, it's nice that my car is inside in the garage. It stops us from thinking about what to do. Um, so. It's just really interesting how the mind really works on negativity and it causes us to want to do something about it. And there's a lot of people that will call, Oh, Eric, you can't believe what I heard on the radio today. I can't believe what I saw on TV today. What about my portfolio? Right. And they're trying to act on it, right? They're trying to do something in their portfolio to counteract what they heard on the news that one day. But the bottom line is, is that the news is really looking at news on a on a worldwide basis. You know, and you see, oh, this person was killed. Well, you know, here's the whole thing. If you look at your local news, it is rare that someone is killed, okay? I'm not saying that doesn't happen. But now all of a sudden, if you turn on the worldwide news, you're going to hear about how many people were killed, right? It's It's a guarantee that... Not only people were killed, but there were multiple. And they're going to tell you about the different locations. So when you have this worldwide news, they're capturing everything. Oh, and by the way, you know, these people were killed. And over here, here's corruption. And over here, here's fraud. And it's like, and then you think, well, the whole world is a horrible, horrible place. But yet where you live, I mean, they can't find enough news to fill in a day. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Here's a lost cat. You know, does anybody know this cat, right? They fill in things. So people have to be really concerned about how much news they're actually consuming and the type of news that you're actually consuming. And even though people know that it's bad for them, they still don't stop. That's the other problem.
1: That is the problem. Yeah, exactly. I love what you said, Eric. Negativity requires action. I've been thinking about that. Boy, that makes sense. It's a great line.
0: Mm -hmm. So I just think that people have to start reframing the way that they think and and it's really interesting because i have a very good friend of mine and we always talk about this and she's like eric you're very positive i'm like not all the time and and and, and it, it's a lot of work to remain positive it's a lot of work especially when you're constantly around negativity for a long time and you actually have to break away from that and so the thing is, is that you have to kind of reframe again how you're thinking about something And, you know, every time that we hear something bad, that is typically tied to a thought, which is typically tied to an experience that we've had in the past. And a lot of times we cannot break from that experience. So whatever that experience was, especially if it was bad, we can't ever change our mind about it. And so it's how we're brought up with money. It's how we're brought up with people. It's how we're brought up with friends. It's our geography that we were raised in. It all forms who we are, but it also forms how we think. And what you really have to do is you've got to start to break the way that we think sometimes. Because if you get in that trap of all that constant negativity, that's never good for you. And what it also shows, research has shown, that when you break that pattern, you could actually be financially in a better position. Because now all of a sudden you're breaking from those old experiences. And you're breaking from the things that have been molded to how you think about money or finances. When you break that mold, now you're opening yourself up to other ideas, and it actually can be more beneficial for you down the road.
1: I like it. And uh, one of the other things before we run out of time is we have to be adaptable as a CEO and, and certainly of, of our retirement we, because you mentioned this at the top of the show. it's uh, there, You never know what's going to happen.
2: Yeah, things are constantly changing. Right. I mean, look at look at the adaptation of business. And there's, there's so many examples you can use. But like, look at Blockbuster, for an example, yeah. uh, right? Talk about a company that didn't adapt. And the funny thing about Blockbuster is early on in Netflix's uh, career start, right? The company start, they actually offered uh, Blockbuster a buyout of Netflix right and the netflix or the blockbuster ceo laughed in their face and said who would ever order movies to be mailed to them <laughs> right now who's laughing now right yeah. exactly right i think they just closed the uh, the last uh, blockbuster location but i mean there's so many different examples of this and it can kind of lead into what kind of companies do you want to invest in as well but also just with your overall situation you have to be open minded to make that change.
1: Well, all right. Well, that's uh, certainly, we're up against the clock already. Again, let's let's take a quick break and come on back.
2: Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be given the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued over $1,000 and give it away. Absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out, your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you, complimentary with no obligation.
1: Sounds fantastic. It's why we're giving you the opportunity to review your individual circumstances. Again, no cost, no obligation. What will you find out? Well, if you're taking too much risk, what about red flags that could be a problem for you? Do you really know how much you're paying in fees or commissions? Well, let Joseph and Eric take a deep dive and find out for you. Tax liabilities could be a problem. Lifetime retirement income, that's what you're planning for. If you want to take advantage of this complimentary review, just give us a call. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Quick break. We're back. We've got more to talk about here on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza.
0: Next up on WealthWorks Radio, when we come back, we're going to discuss ROI. That's return on investments, and in some cases, it doesn't involve money. Stick around.
1: Back on WealthWorks Radio, I'm Steve Siddall. Eric Carney's here. Joseph Lanza's here. Uh, Eric, of course, president of Retirement Wealth. Joseph Lanza alongside with, uh, he's a fiduciary, along with Eric at Retirement Wealth. You've got a great team of folks there. you got Autumn. you got Donna. you got, you know, you just got this pretty, you were talking about positivity in the last segment. That's what you are as a, as a group.
0: Yeah, I mean, we all work very well together. And, you know, the thing is, is that it's, it's, a well-oiled machine. And, you know, it's, it's not an easy business. You know, it's, it's, you're dealing with a lot of emotions. You're dealing with people's money. You're dealing with their lives. Um, uh, and so there's a lot of moving parts. So every, everybody understands what their role is. And, uh, again, um, I, I think that we put our clients through a very good process, something that's not found easily in the financial industry. And, you know, there's a lot of people that just want to take over your money. But, I mean, I, I think that strategic planning is massive. If you don't have that, um, you know, you're, you're really going to be clueless about the financial road that you're going down. So um, I, I think that it makes a huge difference to have an income plan, financial plan, tax plan, and a well-diversified portfolio that's consistently being managed. And, and people don't understand all the different hands that are involved in that. Mm-hmm. And um, it really is a process.
1: 800-779-1942 is the number you can call folks if you'd like to uh, sit down with uh, Joseph and Eric. And uh, so we talk about ROI, return on investment. And, and certainly that, you know, from a business standpoint, we've been talking about that. But you said return on investment and it doesn't involve money. Right? Tell me why that is. Tell me how that can be.
0: Well, there's a lot of different things. I mean, you know, people don't, people think it's just, you know, what is my rate of return? And I promise you this if you constantly are fixated on a rate of return, that will not get you through retirement. You cannot power your way through retirement. There's going to be tax planning, there's going to be your expenses, there's going to be strategies. The government's going to change, you know, the, the government's going to change your whole tax bracket more than likely after 2026. And so our national debt is accruing very quickly. And it's, I mean, I want to say it's spiraling out of control because like I said, I remember when we were talking about it when it was 29 trillion, then all of a sudden it was 31, then it was 33, and now it's just about $34 trillion. I think it's at like 33.7, maybe even 33.8 trillion. It's insane. So the the, the bottom line is, is that, you know, our return on investment is affected by multiple things, geopolitical risk, interest rates, inflation, how we live our life, everything. And so again, those goalposts are constantly moving. And so return on investment, you know, people equate that to, you know, what's what's my rate of return? There's a lot more to it.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and again, so here's another one too, time as a return on investment. How do we put time in, in that in that formula?
2: I mean, I like to think of this as, you know, you worked all those years to finally enjoy your retirement, right? So you have to think about it that way. How many years did you actually go about building up this nest egg for you to actually use it? And then once you actually get into retirement, there's going to be different times. I know we're going to talk a little bit more about this, but there's Mm -hmm. going to be different timeframes where you're spending different amounts of money on different things, right? And a lot of times those things that you're spending money on, they're not necessarily like you spend money and you get nothing for them. Right, because as we know, you can spend money on certain things. You may not get a monetary value back from those, but you get rewarded in other ways from those expenses. And okay. I know we're about to talk about those a little bit.
1: Sure. Well, let's let's dig in. Yeah, you talk about different uh, periods of time, and, and the early years in retirement, you know, they call them a go-go years because we want to go.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is typically when people are going to be spending the most in their retirement, right? And we talked about it before. It's like You know, people have this idea that they're not going to be spending as much in retirement as they are during their working years. But I always argue that point in saying now you and if you have a significant other, you have you know roughly 40 hours of free time. That's just been freed up once you get into retirement a week. Right. Yeah. What are you going to be doing with that time? More than likely, it's going to be something, you know, a lot of hobbies that they're expensive hobbies. Uh, You're going to be spending more money. This is the time that we see people do this the most. Right. About 65 to 75 years old. You're traveling the most, you're spending more time with family, you're buying gifts for your family, things of that nature. And this is what we factor into that financial plan, right? We may increase those expenses in those first 10, 15 years, and then you may see a decrease. You might be traveling internationally, and then eventually that drops to just domestic travel, and then eventually no travel at all, maybe. Sure.
1: All right. And uh, so on the go-go years, yep, and then we get into the slow-go years. They're still out there. We're still doing stuff, but eh. It's maybe a little different perspective at that point.
0: Yeah. What happens is a lot of times, you know, people think, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to stop spending money because I'm not traveling as much. And now all of a sudden I'm going to have more money. That's not necessarily true because it could be in your slow go years. Now you want to remodel the house to make it more comfortable for you or to make it more adaptable for you, you know, and here, you know, my mother, um, I love her to death. She's 87 and uh, she, she drives me crazy as well. Well, we just remodeled her bathroom. Right. Mm -hmm. So I go out and my buddy's doing all the contracting. I appreciate Lee. He's gone above and beyond for my mother. Um, And so I go out and I grab three grab bars and she goes, what are those for? And I go, well, those are so you can go, you know, get around and you have grab bars. And she goes, well, they're kind of for older people. Right. And I'm like, mom, you're 87. Right. Like, who do you think you are? You know? So we put in this beautiful bathroom and she's like, I don't want them i'm like you are kidding me right so long story short uh we get the bathroom done and she's using it and she's like i love my bathroom it's so beautiful i i just can't believe it um i just don't think it's good for me and i go why i go what's the matter she goes well i think those I think we need to put those grab bars. In.
3: <laughs> I said, yeah. Oh, so
0: after we constructed it right after now that it's built, you want the grab bars put in. So now we have to drill through all the stuff that, you know, you wanted in all the tile and everything, you yeah. know? So it's just, it just drives me crazy. But, you know, Lee's like, uh, I guess we can do that. You know, he's like, we got to do this and this and this. And I'm like, well, whatever, you know, and that's what I said to him. I'm like, just, you know, charger, you know, like that, that's what's going to happen. If you did it in the first place, it would have been a lot less expensive. Right, right. right. So the, the bottom line is, is that as we age, we're going to want things that help us to live a better life. And that is expensive. And so in the slow go years, we are factoring in, in your income plan, actual health care costs and people like that. And because you have to remember, healthcare and long-term care are actually north of 6%, and it may be as close to 7% with inflation right now. It's expensive. And so, like I said, remember, don't think that your assets are going to change and you're going to spend less money as you get older. Sometimes that is the truth. But many times it is not.
1: All right. So we've gone through the go-go years, 65, 75-ish. Uh, slow go is a 76 to 85-ish. And then over 85. So we're talking about your mom here in the, the no-go years.
0: Yeah. I don't, you know, I'm, I don't even know about over 85 because she's 87 and she still goes, goes, goes. Yeah. And, you know, we know a lot of people who still have a lot of go in them. Um, my mom's 87. And I'll tell you what, I wish she took a little bit better care of herself I think she would slide right into her nineties. Um and I and and to be honest with you, I don't see any reason why at this point why she wouldn't live into her nineties. Um, but you know, they still go to shows, they go to the movies, they still go to lunch, you know, she still likes to go out and, you know, um be social. So again, um there will become a point where, you know, the, the no go years, she will slow down a little bit. And I'm sure. not saying that she goes, you know, seven days a week, but um, there's a lot of times where she just sits and watches movies, but we've got to be prepared for those times as well.
1: Sure. And so you deal with people all the time, obviously, that are into retirement or you know, in these various stages. So at what point do you notice a difference? Is it between sixty five and seventy five? Is it between seventy five and eighty five? how when when do you think things really begin to change, or is it does it just depend?
0: You know it's interesting because Autumn and I really watch the um, evolution of our clients, right? Okay, we, sure. We, we've we've known a lot of them that were in their working years go into retirement, and you know it just depends on it. It does depend on their lifestyle. You know, um, there's it really does I think it depends on if, how sedentary you are, um, and and your mindset as well. Some people have a, a much younger mindset. Um we actually have a client right now. I think he's 75 years old. I forget he's 75. I think he's in his mid 60s. Oh right. wow. Yeah. Okay. You know and, cool. and he's like he's very active and when I, when I say active he, him him and his wife are very active and so they're out there and and their mindset is much younger than a lot of people. So I think it really does depend on your lifestyle and how you choose Ah uh, to live in in your retirement. sure. all
1: right, well, that makes sense. and and uh, so we're talking about return on investment and um, so getting a return on your retirement. Uh, how do we sum that up?
0: I think getting a return on it it just depends, you know, like are you really hitting your goals and objectives? And this is where one thing that Donna is very good at, like what are your priorities in your retirement? What are the things that you really want to hit? And, you know, I've been very blessed and I think a lot of people that work around me have been blessed and they feel that way. And I always said for a very long time, if I got hit by a bus on the street, I would die with a smile on my face because I feel like I lived one of the greatest lives ever. And so when you go into your retirement, you want to go into that retirement knowing that you lived the very best retirement that you wanted to. But you created that, you wanted it, you built it, you were strategic about it. This is something that you've been wanting. You want all this free time to be able to do what you want and who you want to do it with. But that takes a lot of planning. It takes a lot of commitment. It takes a lot of time to build that. And
2: that's really what people are looking for.
0: Sure.
1: Well, again, that's a great way to sum it up. And let's uh, Let's take one more break and come on back.
2: Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review that over a thousand dollars and give it away. Absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued over $1,000, we'll be giving it to you, complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942.
1: That's the number to get yourself started. There's no cost. There's no obligation. And it's a great opportunity for you to get a better handle on your financial situation. Find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions. Tax implications, certainly something you can talk about. And how much income you can securely generate from your retirement savings once you move into retirement. All part of the plan. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Quick break. We're back. One more segment to go here on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza.
0: Next up on WealthWorks Radio, it's my favorite time. You've got questions and we've got answers. Stay tuned.
1: On WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Eric Carney, of course, here, as well as Joseph Lanza. And uh, we have got, uh, you know, this segment. We were just talking about how quickly the show has gone today. Holy cow. Covered Very. some ground, though, too.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. I like, uh, you know, and again, I like the fast paced here, uh, pace here. And, um, so let's just jump into some of these questions. We'll see what, uh, yeah. see what people are thinking. Um, Edie's up first in Punta Gorda. She says, uh, I'm 60 years old with $6,100 a month in Social Security disability and a pension. Now, I want my money to work for 20 years. What do you recommend?
2: I mean, it's kind of a broad question, right? We can right. think about uh, what other retirement assets are available, possibly, um, if there aren't any other assets available, Then we can start looking at the expenses that Edie currently has are we investing some of the disposable income that she has um and then also something that stuck out with this question is saying i want my money to work for 20 years right well if you're 60 years old that means we're only running that financial plan until you're 80 right which is kind of a red flag whenever we're running financial plans we're going to typically run those for longer so it seems like we need to know a little bit more about this situation Right. But we also want to make sure that if we do have disposable income, it's going to the right places in order to possibly you know, plan for a long term care event, any additional health care needs or what ED may need. I yeah. Well,
0: ask- what's the money for? You know, like, I mean, are you going to pass this on to your kids? You want it to work for that? I mean, there, there's so many you know, things that you can do. But again, you've got to build a plan to what you want your money to do. I mean, if you want it to go specifically to health care, if you're worried about that that's a plan. If you want it to go to your kids, that's another plan. If you want to go to your grandkids for college, that's another plan. It's like people really have to start, you know, initiating what they want their money to do and put a purpose on it, you know, and that that always helps.
1: Right, of course. And uh, so, Edie, give us a call if you'd like to uh, sort of explore some options. 800-779-1942 is the number to call. Uh, Mary Beth has checked in from Alva and says, my husband's parents left in five hundred eighty-five thousand dollar trust. Now my sister-in-law is trustee, but blocks our calls and plans to skip town. What
0: can we do? <laughs> oh man, I mean, this Boy, stuff that's, not, gets a, ugly. that's not a
1: pleasant Thanksgiving right there.
0: No, it's <laughs> not. And I'll tell you, you know, there, there's an old saying. It says, uh, uh, "Grief then greed." And, you know, uh, when somebody passes away, it's difficult enough. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the greed kind of kicks in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so in this case, you know, you want to get as much information you can about all the accounts and everything. And this is what I always tell people, you know, take a photographic diary of your assets, you know, and maybe it's jewelry, um, artwork, whatever it may be. That is of value that you want to go on to someone else and uh you know my, my parents have had these gold coins forever my dad you know he's had them for a million years sure i don't know maybe they're worth like 12 15,000 i really don't know but in every hurricane i have to go up and i've got to get these gold coins right it's like i mean it's like my mom's like you know like we're running for our life from the hurricane and my mom's like
1: points right
0: who cares right I mean I mean I know it's a lot of money I'm not saying it's not but I'm just like we have to go you know so I finally ended up putting them into um a safe and I took a picture of them and then I sent them to my brother brother and my two sisters I'm like here they are like you know and the 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 bottom line is is that you have a photographic diary that way everybody knows that they actually exist they're Mm -hmm. there um I personally don't like holding on to them because like I always feel responsible I kind of want to just give them to everybody now and say here you're good Um, but it's, it's like, it was my dad's obsession. So I want to make sure that they eventually go to us. Right. Sure. Of course. But the bottom line is with this one is, you know, you're going to have to get an attorney that does estate planning stuff. But, you know, also when everybody is also leaving money to someone, you want to make sure that all the beneficiaries understand what is coming down the pike. You don't have to tell them how much it is, what it is, but you want to understand, like, this is how I set it up. And so that that way, you know, there is a very efficient flow to your beneficiaries. This happens often, uh, as a matter of fact.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. And and, uh, so, but because it's a trust... I mean, she can't just abscond with the money, right? I mean, no, there's, there's laws, no. there's
0: rules. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, she's, you know, plans to skip town. I mean, she can skip town, but I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, escape it's that. and it's only 585,000. It's not like 585 million. You know, like you're not going to get very far, lady. So, <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Mary Beth, give us a call, 800 779 1942. And uh, Carl is wondering uh, from Naples. He says, I feel like I have a solid understanding of long term investment strategies and 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 how to save for retirement. So what can a financial advisor offer me that I can't do for myself?
2: So this is a great question, and we get this a lot, right? And Mm -hmm. people want to focus so much on the investments. That's just one piece of a very large puzzle, especially what we do here, okay? So there's taxes, income planning, having a full comprehensive plan, okay? And also having a separate set of eyes on your situation at all times. So when you're going through retirement, like Eric said earlier in the show, if you're just focusing on your rate of return and your investments, there's no way you're going to outperform a bad financial plan, right? No matter what Mm -hmm. your income plan, if you don't have one, you can't outperform that. So working with an advisor provides a lot more than just investment Help or strategizing that it deals a lot with the income planning, the income strategies, the taxes, making sure that you're keeping up with inflation, achieving your goals of transfer generational wealth, planning for health care, planning for long-term care. The investments are just one side of it. And on top of that, we find that when people get later into those years in their 70s, especially maybe even closer to their 80s, they don't want to be the ones that are, you know, staying awake at night, worried about their investments. Right. They want to have somebody else at the wheel for those investments.
1: And that's where you come in.
2: Exactly. I mean, that that's the whole purpose of having a financial advisor, is we hear that time and time again where people say, I don't want to have to look at this and worry about this every single day.
1: Yes. And and, and again, that's, that's what happens.
2: Exactly. And and that's our job is to make sure that, you know, not saying that we're worried about it, but we're our job is to make sure that there's no issues with what your goals and your income needs are.
1: All right. 800-779-1942. Carl, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. And we got time for another one. Let's go to Ethan in Bonita Springs. He says, I want to switch and move my money to a different financial advisor. I'm 52 years old, looking for someone that will provide advice on the distribution of my funds while still earning and creating income. Is this a difficult process? Well, not if you called Joe and Eric, or
0: <laughs> Eric and Joseph. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, uh, there's a lot of people out there that are uh, have been watching our show and listening to the TV program. The bottom line is, is that they do want to make a change. And when they finally come in, they're like, Eric, I've been meaning to make this change for years. You know, I knew I wasn't in a good position. I knew that I wasn't being as optimal as I could with my money. And the bottom line is, is that you've got to find that advisor that you can actually work with. That's the hardest part. You've got to find somebody that is going to be committed to you. And that is really, you know, a challenge for a lot of people. So you want to be able to pick up the phone, go online, you know, do some research on people and really find an advisor that's truly a good fit for you. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so it's a little bit of a difficult process. But like I said, it could become very fruitful for you in in the end.
1: Well, this has been a really fun show, guys. I can't believe how quickly everything goes. And, And again, great information today across the board.
0: Yeah. Thank you everybody out there for listening. Hope you had a great holiday. We're looking forward to the new year ahead. If you're out there, you feel like you're in a financial no man's land, you want that second opinion or you don't have a financial plan or an income plan, give us a call today. We are we are waiting by. We want to answer your calls. We want to make that appointment. Come in and let's take a look at your situation. Let's see if we can put you in a better position for 2024. Have a great day and an even better retirement.
3: Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions.